This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has a potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. Hello. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Property Jam, the podcast where we talk about everything on the human side of property. And we have a very special guest with us today, um, someone who's been uh, you know, hovering around property in the Midlands and just the Midlands-ish, I think, uh, all over that kind of area. Uh, basically um, knows the Midlands like the back of your hand. It is Donna McCluskey and uh, a good friends with, with um, Niall for a long time. You like to go out drinking, don't you? We do. <laughs> And we might even be related. Hi, there is that, yeah. <laughs> might even be related. So, yeah, so Donna, who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, hi. Uh, yeah, my name's Donna McCluskey. I'm based in um, in the Midlands between Birmingham and Coventry, a little place called Meriden. And I'm a property investor full time. Yeah, in and around the Midlands, as you said. But this is my um, stomping ground. You're like the queen of the Midlands. Oh, I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's a bigger queens out there than me. I'm just, little, <laughs> I'm just a little, little person doing a little bit. You're an aspiring queen. Maybe you're a princess. Nah, I reckon you're a queen. You look like a queen <laughs> to me. <laughs> own, own your Midlands royal status. That's what I say. <laughs> I, uh, I do like it here. What do you specialise in, babe? What kind of um, property do you invest in? Um, I, I do standard buy to let. Um, I've got a portfolio of HMOs, but my um, I'm I'm known for doing the commercial to residential conversions mainly, Ooh. and Fizzy Friday. And Fizzy Friday. <laughs> I'm known for Fizzy Friday. Yeah. Yeah, that makes you queen. I don't even know what Fizzy Friday <laughs> is. But that sounds pretty royal to me. Is that? I'm guessing that's something prosecco related. Um. Yeah. Well, we do like occasionally we'll upgrade as well. It's prosecco champagne scale yeah oh she's a queen she's a queen if she's drinking champagne i mean come on what was it was how does that um range then so so it goes from prosecco what's after prosecco between prosecco and champagne um more expensive prosecco and less expensive (laughs) champagne to more expensive champagne Yeah, so, so, so we're, 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 not, we're not talking like the kind of the, you know, the starting at the, the white lightning, the, the kind of the Ashti. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we, we might start with a Frexenay, that's kind of like nice mid range. I like a bit of that. Mm. But there was a wasn't there a proper um thought process behind the Fizzy Fridays? It wasn't just an excuse to go to the pub, although it was an excuse to go to the pub. Fizzy Friday was a strategy, yeah, absolute strategy. Um, and it, it, it was um, a way to raise an awful lot of money as well. So um, I don't know whether you want to hear about that now or whether yeah. we yeah. talk about yes. that Yeah, don't stop there. <laughs> You've got us intrigued um, now. Yeah, okay. Well, very early on in our property journey where um, we would get the deals coming thick and fast and had no money, like most of us start, um, we, we devised this, um, this play, really. So every Friday we'd go into our local, which had always been our local. We didn't choose anywhere new, but it's one of the pubs that kind of like just does everyone in it at tea time on a Friday. You know, them venues where you've got your builders, you've got solicitors, you've got granny bringing, you know, a niece out for, you know, afternoon snacks. It's just full of everybody. Um, so we would go in every Friday. We're taking our build team and we'd open champagne. Just 
for nothing. So we'd celebrate every Friday because I remember being taught, I think it, uh, it might have been a, a Mr. Dalton says, celebrate every win. So um, so we would celebrate having an offer accepted, um, a viewing day, um, good conversation with agent, or we'd just celebrate it was Friday. It didn't matter. So there were your levels of champagne versus <laughs> Prosecco, depending, gotcha, on, gotcha, yeah. depending yeah. on where we were that day and what we were celebrating. But um, it, it started creating aura every Friday, drinking champagne loudly, enjoying, laughing. I'd have private finance document on the table. I'd have sheets with deals. I'd have my computer randomly opened on right move. And yeah, raised uh, raised nearly half a million in that book. So yeah, that's that became quite a well-known strategy for people trying to replicate that. But yeah, it was uh, it was great. Yeah. I love it. That sounds like a great little strategy. It was fun. It was fun. But people would be, what you celebrate, what you celebrate, it just, just generate massive interest with people just being nosy. Gits, really, more than anything. But yeah. you're surprised how many nosy people have money in their pockets. So we took full advantage. Okay, so Niall, why haven't we done Fizzy Fridays and why are we learning about this five years on? Six years on. Why am I just learning about the reason to Fizzy Friday? I thought Fizzy Friday was just a you know a reason to go and get pissed. Well it is. Another yeah. reason. Oh, no, no, I, 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 I get that. Um it's just uh, yeah. Niall, do yeah. you do you, I'm just quizzing it now. Do you take the deal document and put it on the table? Yeah, I do. Well, yeah. that's what we—that's what we teach, isn't it? It is what we teach. Yeah. Teach. So that's that's, that's where that—that's where that came from. <laughs> came from the teachings. Yeah. I was a good pupil. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I think it's great. I mean, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Like you do, people aren't curious, especially because two things: number one, champagne. Everyone's curious. What are you celebrating? But also, generally, property sparks interest. You know, regardless of of you know their, their background really people just love hearing about it yeah absolutely and and when it was week after week after week after week even the people who were kind of like you get a side lot the first week by week seven or eight they were like what is it you celebrate every single week so you know no, <laughs> even the shy people would would with their curiosity would get the better of them and, you know what the <laughs> yeah yeah do you still do it uh, not as much, no. Uh, obviously, we haven't donated like that through COVID. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I, it's a strategy I still use. Um, the the mentality of it. So if I'm and it's and it's I teach as well a little bit. So it's 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 a basis for um, niches for some of my students. You know, just thinking outside the box. But but every pub I go into, I've got that in my, in the back of my head mentality that this pub has probably got a lot of money in it. Yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I think the fact you were going there with your build team as well, so you weren't just in the pub sitting in the corner drinking a bottle of champagne by yourself, because that might not have the same impact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at me! <laughs> uh, there'll be a gang of us around. Um, uh, there was a great table, kind of like positioned just in front of the bar to the right of the door, and, and it would fit a good few of us stood up around it. So, you know, we, we commandeered the space and created the atmosphere. So, yeah, it worked amazingly. Love it. Love it. So you're a queen. Does your queen have any fellow royalty that you invest with? I mean, is it just you? Is it your business or are you kind of in business with someone else? I have a court jester. <laughs> 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 Love I can't it. Let him, let, I, he can't be called king. 
you no, absolutely not. No, I'll no. never hear the last of it. <laughs> he's not there in the background, is he somewhere? No, he's not actually in the building uh, at the moment. So that's uh, yeah, I can, I can say that. You <laughs> <laughs> can get away with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a Trevor. Yeah, he's my partner. Mm. Well, so business and bed partner. Have you sort of like gone in the whole shaboot? Wow, that's commitment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. we were bed before business. Right. Yeah, so we, we come into property together. Um, yeah, yeah he's, he, he can be my ace card because he's a builder. So oh, yeah, wow. he, has, he really has his uses. <laughs> he's yeah, worth he holding is. on to. <laughs> if in doubt, bed the builder. That's right. That's, That's a second strategy, yeah. It's always been my theory. <laughs> right. Okay, so, so, so Fizzy Fridays and Bed the Builder. That's what I've <laughs> got today. Yeah. And that's it. That's it sewn up. You don't need much more. <laughs> we know what the title of your episode's going to be then. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's writing it down as we uh, <laughs> Done. <laughs> Love it. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So um, I suppose this leads on to the, the question that we all, always ask our guests, uh, which is what does the human side of property mean to you? And I imagine it probably evolves from what we've just talked about. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the human side for me is is just connections, just, um, you know, people. And, and, and I think you'll probably have a lot of people say that, um, which, which makes, every day a different day when you throw people in the mix isn't it you know so you're bringing in stress you're bringing in excitement you're bringing in everything so so yeah it's the um the human side people are weird aren't they yeah <laughs> completely and there's no two the same so you kind of like you don't know what you're going to get you put your hand in the back do you really <laughs> okay <That's> so true <laughs> <laughs> We're all laughing because we're all thinking of weird people that we know in our property investing world. We're like, yeah, everyone's. I'm, I'm picturing like putting a hand into a bag and picking out a person. <laughs> and then they were getting like lucky dip. My daughter just goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do, do you know what? My daughter can pick the next builder. We probably have much you know, better luck. Uh, as long as she doesn't it. follow the uh, the strategy you've written down. Yeah, the tr true. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. No bed in the builder. No bed in the builder. No like, bed in the builder. She's a wee bit young for that. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 No, good, good, good stuff. Yeah, no, it's 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 funny, isn't it? Like the people are your business, definitely, when it comes to property. But actually, it's one of the most vulnerable elements of your business as well, because you have to rely on so many people in order to, to do what we do. So, you know, like people you want to have relationships with when it comes to investing right up to the, you know, the agents and the surveyors and the, the not so nice of people in property, you know, the ones that cause us the stress. But yeah, I think that that side of property for me is, is every day is different. And that's what I think keeps me so engaged with it. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a job. Yeah. No. And and um, so in terms of kind of your stress levels, how, how good is your builder? <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, you, you said like, how reliable is your builder? Oh, he has no choice, does he? He gets, he gets the, the boot off you go out the bed in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not very sick, he can he? <laughs> he wouldn't dare, yeah. would he? Can't yeah, come up otherwise. Problem, yeah. The only problem I have with him, he is trying to retire. And that's that's 
that's a challenge in itself. Yeah. You must be the most successful project manager in the country then. <laughs> <laughs> never lost a never, never lost a day's on day on a build. Um, <laughs> he wants to down tools, but he wouldn't dare. He would not dare. He can't yet. No, he can't. I keep promising the next one's the last one, but hey ho. Yeah. <laughs> I mean how do you see that working because obviously it's such an when you get it right and you do work with someone on the construction side in a JV partnership you know the fact that he's your bed partner is almost by the by really because you know there's a there's got to be a succession plan to that so like do you have an exit strategy for him or do you you worry that you probably wouldn't trust somebody to the same degree because he just knows exactly what it is you both are trying to create um I, I suppose I'm in a position where I've got choices really um I'm I'm enjoying winding down a lot myself, myself with him this last 18 months two years um it was ironic because just before COVID we decided we we're going to take a year off um <laughs> So we did it with the rest of the world, uh, <laughs> which was which was fine. Um, but I've also got in the background. Um, yeah, I'm an Irish Irish descent, so I've got you know my uncle's got a building company, my dad's the carpenter, my my cousin's the architect. You know, we've got the joint. We've got a, we're surrounded by the people. So if Trev doesn't want to, and I decide that we will, then he doesn't he doesn't have to be involved in any way. He can just hand it over to one of the other guys and because it's family the trust is built in there they've done one or two for us mm. I'm, I'm starting to understand your connection to Niall and the Irish yeah. thing yeah, yeah. so Niall fits in from the kind of networking social support side of things yeah. um in other words drinking he's the fizzy Friday yeah I get it it makes a yeah. lot of sense yeah it's the social side of what we do <laughs> the social all... side of property the social side of property, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. The, the, I think that that's why, you know, Don and I and the, and the group of friends that we have have such a good connection is because we are very sociable. We do like to have as much fun as we do like to work hard. Um, so, like, going on holidays when we did our uh, safari together and things like that, those things are really important to everyone in the group. Um, so that's why we keep the connection strong, because it's important to everyone. Oh, yeah, it's 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 the I think it's almost the most important part of it. You know, it keeps you sane because property mm. can be a little bit lonely, kind of. You're out there, you a lot of it's admin, a lot of it's conversation with builders, and and well, one conversation with one builder for me. But um, you know, all the different elements that fit in, but they're all quite solo. Um, so the social side of it for me is huge. It, it's what actually keeps me keeps me sane without a doubt yeah because i guess even though you've got trevor as the main builder he'll still have to bring in subcontractors to do everything else that can be as big a pain in the ass uh to deal with yeah. anyway yeah he physically has done less and less and less over the years so he, he does a lot wagging the finger at the moment and you know a little bit of shoveling but not not as physical as he he used to be he's been able to step back obviously from that he gave up his day job when we first um went full time which was as a builder, but for another company. So kind of like went and and did nothing, but <clears throat> try living with someone doing nothing. That That's hard work. That really is hard work. That was mentally challenging. So it was very much, you know, get back out on site. You can, 
you know, build a business. And he did. He built a construction company off the back of his skill set that was his own then that he could oversee and, and step in and out of his chose. If he wanted to go and do a day's labour, he could. He didn't, he didn't have to. So he, he left us in a nice position with regards to his mental health as well. Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah. That's that's fascinating. And have you found, I always find that I love when I speak to couples who are investing together, has it put, you know, does it put a strain on the day to day of just being together? Or do you find it's actually brought you closer over the years? Uh, No, it's a strain. I'd say it's a strain most of the time. Um, Trev has this, has this fantastic skill of being able to, um, it's the word compartmentalise. Okay. So his answer is, I'm the builder. <laughs> so that ends most conversations. If I try and bring any any issue, well, I'm only the builder. And he enjoys that because <laughs> he, he does. He is the builder and I do everything else. So you want the friction sometimes when it gets stressful my side. But now as, as a whole, being able to work together, take days off together, sit in the garden doing nothing on a, on a Tuesday afternoon if you want to because the sun's shining. Obviously, that brings brings good tightness into a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's so interesting. In fact, it was this time last year we released an episode. It was around this exact topic about, you know, should you bed your business partner, basically? Because what does that, what does that mean? And what we realised was each of us has a very different perspective on that. And, you know, how do you want to be with somebody who's actually in your business? Or would you be much more comfortable if they were nothing to do with property whatsoever and probably didn't even like property that much? So it becomes the thing that you don't bring home, you know, or you actually need the support of that person because they know you better than anybody else and can be in it with you, which is kind of where more Matt sits. And then there was sort of, yeah, now sits perhaps on the other end of the spectrum where, you know, his partner's not so into property. And then I'm, I'm sort of somewhere in between, I think. And then it's... Yeah, it's 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 you, you kind of got to figure that stuff out, don't you? You've got to find yeah, a fit that works yeah. for you. You do, I, I, and that's it, absolutely. Um, yeah, especially if you're going into a relationship, it's do you involve them? Do you, you know, let them in? I mean, yeah. we 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 weren't we we had separate jobs before being a landlord. I was a landlady. I ran pubs and nightclubs. Um, so our our previous work was very very different. So we didn't actually have a choice of whether we did it you know we we came into it together um but yeah I'd imagine like if let's imagine being single and meeting someone yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was it this was it this was exactly what we talked about in episode 58 should you bed your business partner because uh, you know the, the boys are spoken for and I was single and I was suddenly thinking oh god if I ever got into a relationship again you know do you go with someone in your industry or not like that's a that's a thing you know we'll she's saying no <laughs> Well, Joe's very good at, tra- at attracting people in the property industry. I don't know why this is the case, but every time <laughs> we're speaking, it's, it's actually, no, that I've come across quite wrong. It's another builder. <laughs> <laughs> Not bedding another builder. Or a surveyor. No, it's actually true. Like, it's, you naturally, I think, do attract people who are in that industry because, you know, it's a conversation starter, isn't it? And it just seems to be like the yeah. way, but yeah. Yeah, one, at one point, Donna, we were laughing that Checker Trade was the new Tinder for me. It was getting a bit ridiculous. <laughs> like it was, it was, it was turning into a bit of a joke. But yeah, we, we've moved on since then. <laughs> oh, I love that. Love it, love it, love it. Well, um, so every episode we um, ask our guests to come prepared with a question, 
Um, I, I believe you were less than prepared um, for, for today, uh, through our fault, probably. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, pick a random question out of thin air, something you really want to know. In fact, maybe, maybe have a think, what's the one thing that you've always wanted to ask Niall? But never. No. Oh, oh God, that's gonna be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> but, but never actually asked him. <laughs> I don't know. I think that could open up a can of worms for me and Joe as well. But um, over to you, Donna. Um, <laughs> is this a question individually for each of you? But it could be a general question for um, which all of the three of us answer, or it could yeah. be um, just a you know fantasy position for Niall. It's up to you. <laughs> Since I've only just kind of like I, I have got a quick one that's but I have played it quite safe. You're all right, no, you're right, because you, we won't we won't uh, embarrass you. <laughs> <laughs> so, from experience now, obviously all of us have um you know got portfolios of different ranges and sizes, all the different strategies and everything. But if you could just randomly be given a portfolio, what would it look like and where would it be? Oh, that's a good one. I had that before. Oh, so your your perfect inheritance? Yeah, would it be lots? Would it be less big? Big ones? Would it be a you know what what would it look like and where would it be? I think if I were to be given it, I would think if it were a large portfolio of a lot of buy to lets, I would be quite happy with that because it's they're they're consistent. Um, I would, we would still buy buy to lets if we got the right deals. I know yeah. HMOs are our thing, co livings are our thing, but we never discount buy to lets because they're consistent. They're pretty much hands off. Um, you might have an occasional maintenance issue to deal with, but when people move in, they tend to be there for three, four years. Um, so, and so, and sometimes a hell of a lot longer. So, I think a, a large portfolio of buy to lets, I would be content with that. Yeah. Where would it be? I would rather, I think I would like to have them further down south if someone's given them to me for free um, because you'll have capital growth to go along with it and higher rental incomes um, than you would up north. But yeah, I think that would be my choice. A London portfolio of buy-to-lets would be nice for free. Mm. Throw that out there to the universe if anyone wants to give me a portfolio of about 50 or 60 properties in, in London. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, Joe, would you like to go next? <laughs> I knew you. <laughs> he's, he's hedging his bets now as to what to say. <laughs> no, I've got, I've, got, I've got an idea. Yeah, I don't think mine's necessarily about the size. It's less about the quantity, it's more about the quality. I think I would just want something that was really mixed. And so I would, I would include the type of property that it is, as well as the location. So I think if you, like Niall says, if you've got something that's super vanilla, super in demand, cash flows all day long, I actually don't care where it is because it is so hands-off. Um, so I'd like a nice sort of selection of buy-to-lets. I'd like a nice selection of co-living units, you know, that just kind of are doing their thing, not just from one market, but from, you know, maybe specializing in several, everything from students right through to professionals. Um, I'm kind of describing my own portfolio, by the way, but then like, I think I'd also like something that was a little bit more commercial to residential. So I'm ticking that box as well. What I'm saying is I'd like a mixed bag of everything because the one thing that COVID taught all of us was that 
if you put all your investment eggs in one basket, chances are something will change that means you have to pivot. So if you've actually, if one area of your business fails or changes or is temporarily restricted in some way, that you've got all this other stuff that keeps you sweet and safe. So yeah, I think I'd like that. It would be UK based, but I'd also like a peppering of something international as well. I'd like to know that I've got like something exciting going on, perhaps in Spain or New Zealand, which are two countries that I have connections to. Um, yeah, I just want lots of different stuff. Okay. So I, I would um, echo Joe's there. Oh, I knew you were going to copy me. So I'm done. That's it. Now echo. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I think um, I would like um, I would like some larger blocks as part of a portfolio. Um, I do like the idea of having you know multiple units in one block um, because again for ease of management, it, I think it's a bit like an HMO on on steroids um but you get the best of buy to let and multi units in one block so um i, I, I like that and one thing i always wanted to do is, is build to rent as well um i was kind of looking into that about four years ago but we, we then obviously went um heavy into co-living hmos um and take these all things to explore in the future but um i think as in terms of if someone's give one to me right now i would say probably in the areas that we're currently investing. So Northwest, Midlands, the Southeast, because I think those are probably the strongest fundamentals for growth. I'd probably um, almost disagree with Niall on having majority in the Southeast, because I think there's much more potential at the moment in, in the Northwest, kind of my personal uh, opinion. So I'd probably say I'd take a lot around Manchester. I'd take a lot around... Um, Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah, on Donna's patch, right into the Midlands. Down. Yeah, we've got properties there already. We don't have anything in, in, in London. So that's why I was thinking just add it to the oh, extra. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I didn't realize there was a cap on what I can have. I'll take Niles and I'll, and I'll, 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 I'll see Niles and I'll double. No, you're not allowed Niles now. You can, you can keep He's your like this. Yeah, so that, that that's that's the Scott Properties portfolio, <laughs> and the, the the Baker Properties portfolio. Um, yeah, will, will be a mixed bag. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely some some multi block uh, multi unit blocks, um, more commercial property in there as well, um, and uh, um, some flagship co living stuff. I'm saying again, I'm talking about the stuff that we want to develop. So it's not really that. Um, or, or the, the things that we are developing and want to develop further. So I think it's maybe fast forward ten years. I always want it to be to be given it now. Yeah. So what's the portfolio I want in 10 years? I'll just I'll just take it today. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fine. And I think there's there's something that Niall said actually that I would probably steal um in terms of a desirable element, which is the capital growth side of things. You know, where where I tend to invest, it's sort of, you know, the capital growth is 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 limited because of the location. So um, having something that's kind of more likely to be in a high demand urban space where you do enjoy that exponential growth, you know, like a Cambridge or a London or an Oxford or something like that, where you've just got that lovely sort of pool of, of, of equity that you can just tap into on a fairly regular basis whilst markets are doing their strong thing is really nice. That's a nice thing to have that I don't have enough of and I'd like more of, I think. So, yeah. Mm. How about you, Donna? Um, yeah, I've, I've spent, my, my, my journey was a little bit different to most when you come 
through education. You know, we, we are taught to build the foundations, get our bicyclets. I kind of like went, yeah, okay, let's do one of them and let's go right into the commercial residential world. Um, so most of my portfolio has been there, but I, I, I've, I've experienced the stress side of that as well. And we did uh, at one point do three commercial conversion, residential conversions all at once and had a fire in one, which was an arson attack. Um, not personally, just in the area. Um, so it, it kind of like, it, it's made me go full circle. So I'm I'm more now. So that the the purchases I've made this year are by Tillets. Um yeah. So kind of it's it's stress versus armchair, isn't it? Really it depends at where you are in your in your um, journey as well. Mm. It's really interesting you say that because there's something about once you get into the higher income generating strategies you sometimes feel like you're fighting a belief that going back to something a bit more basic, like a buy-to-let that is more hands-off, but just ticks over so nicely that there's like a stigma attached to it. Like you're taking a step backwards in investment, but going back to what Niles said and what you just said, it's like, actually, no, these are such great ways to get your money working for you. They're just work all day long. That's basic, isn't it? Yeah, and they're, and they're pretty bulletproof, yes. aren't they? No matter what economy we go through, they are they are very bulletproof. Everyone needs to live somewhere. And, you know, family homes, family housing stock is... As long as you've got a decent number of them, because that's the yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. volume. It's volume. You've got to have volume of those to make them yeah. bulletproof. You know, if you've only got two or three, then... You know, you, One's you empty, you feel those. it. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah, if someone said, here's 200 by let's I think I'll be very, very happy. So, yeah. actually, you do like Niall's little portfolio. Well, yeah, of course, I of course like Nile's portfolio. We we definitely think the same way. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, when when you look at commercial to residential, though, all you are doing is creating by selects, just doing lots of them at once. But there's just so many more moving parts and hoops yeah. that you have to jump through to to do that. Well, if uh, someone's giving you the portfolio, you, you you've skipped the development bits. Oh, that's yeah. So what's the point? Just take the by selects. Yeah. 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 Cut out the middleman. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. So, um, Amazing. shall we play a little bit of uh, episode roulette? Indeed. Right. Okay, Donna, I'm going to explain how this works. So, basically, I am going to scroll through previous episodes of Property Jam. And at one point, as soon as I start scrolling, you're going to say stop. And we're going to stop on an episode. And I'm going to read out the title to you. And I just want you to give me your human perspective on that particular title. Okay. So um, we don't expect you to have listened to the episode and tell us exactly what we discussed, because that would be a little bit unfair, wouldn't it? So I am going into the archive now and I am scrolling. And when you are ready, say stop. Okay, stop. Oh, okay. Yeah, interesting. So this is episode nine, getting the deals. So this is kind of like your pipeline. How do you, what's your approach God, there's so many answers to that question, isn't there? That's yeah. the thing. Um, at the moment, the right move is a UK-wide auction. So you point sitting <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, the approach is, is direct to vendor every single time, off-market, direct to vendor. Um, so unfortunately, when you're first starting out as well, you know, it's legwork, it's leaflets, it's all the all that mundane hard work you have to put in. But yeah, how, how do you find the deals? 
a lot of ours come to us you know we, we haven't had to mine an area for such a long time but you know in the, in the first couple of years of getting started that's that's exactly what you've got to do because if it's if it's in an estate agent's window or if it's on right move it's not a deal so yeah Getting Unless that. you're getting some sort of crazy planning gain off of it, because, you know, you can upscale it and go in and ask in and probably fight off your competition. But generally speaking, yeah, it's um, it's harder, isn't yeah. it? The traditional route is harder. It's harder now than ever to do that, to find yeah. those because prices have gone so through yeah. the roof. Yeah. 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 Okay. The, the old good, good old fashioned memos are kind of like unicorns at the moment and you know, you've got to, when, when I'm working with people, it's, it's working on an ROI basis and that shrinks on a monthly basis with the way the market's going in a minute. And it's, you know, I, I, it's, it's hard getting started now. I appreciate that. But yeah, you have to put that, that legwork in and, you know, get, get a little bit creative and find the deals off market. Love it. Love it. Right. Great answer. I'm scrolling again. When you're ready, say stop. Okay. Stop. <laughs> okay right this is interesting episode 18 property projects what's your favorite bit yeah what bits do you love and what bits do you not love boss and trevor around (laughs) (laughs) Uh, now i'm um i'm a i i think uh i've realized far too late that i maybe should have been an architect because i get i get stupidly excited with a floor plan and a pencil that is definitely That's my true. Plan. Love it. When we when we started recording, you actually were you had some plans right in front of you. Oh, didn't yeah, you? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's my favourite bit. Um, I we're in the middle of um, doing our own home, and that's that's been the best bit. So that is that's changing from a drawing all the time. And I love a good um, app where you can put it into a three D image and walk through it. That's just that that definitely gets me excited absolutely that's the best part of it for me that's the only downside with the buy to let they're kind of like mm, okay so you could turn the kitchen this way but you know it's getting into a big a big old dimension i love it yeah that's the thing about the vanilla, vanilla ones is they're a bit vanilla to do <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you can't really do a lot with a with a three bedroom terrace can you not really i mean it's it's not exactly what you call raspberry ripple is it it's quite really is vanilla yeah yeah a lot of guys taking floors out and bringing them down to create the third space the moving staircases nice extensions on the back you know nice again but yeah no i'm 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 a bit more creative i like to really push boundaries and and that's the good thing about about having trev because i'll go into a space and i'll my head will be doing all sorts of things and i'll be doing a drawing and I'd be like, right, well, I, I want to take that wall out. You know, can I? Will it fall down? And then he'll kind of go, mm, no, you could probably put this up then, this and this. So together on that concept, it's great. I can draw anything. He can build it. Okay. We like that bit. It's, it's a good partnership. It, it's, it's, it's good. It's definitely got its merits. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's go. We've got a, one more, Matt. What do you reckon? One, one quick far round. Yeah. Okay. So I'm scrolling whenever you're ready. Oh. Oh, that was quick fire. That was quick fire. And it's a good one. Oh. Licensing. <laughs> it's licensing. Oh. Is it licensing? <laughs> no way. Yes. Oh. It's licensing. We've not had this come up in 
ages. It's the most dry topic. And honestly, Donna, we didn't even think to sex up the title. We actually did call it episode 11 licensing. So what are your, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I'm not a fan at the moment. My, uh, where my um, HMOs are, has just been put into additional licensing. So I'm not, I'm not a big fan of licensing at the minute because it's, you know, that side of it. I get it. I get the theory behind it. I get up cleaning up the slum landlords, you know, getting some control on it, but, God, that's a big fat cash cow, isn't it, really, as well? So, um, yeah, <laughs> it's annoyed me. <laughs> also, the, how many pieces of paper have you had to fill in? Oh, God. <sighs> form after form after form. And and then I'm lucky. I've got I've got a small touch of OCD, so I like to be quite organised. But, you know, get getting on top of all the forms that they want and then that they, they offer a five-year option, which is absolutely great, as long as they don't have to ask you for everything. So you have to be really proactive at all times and submit everything as soon as you've done it before they ask for it to, to, to get that five, five-year license. But yeah, it's, um, I get it. You know, I'm not, I'm not against licensing. I see exactly what it's for and I, I embrace it because especially in, um, the bulk of my stock is in Coventry and, the city centre and in some of the area is it's disgusting you know so I, I I enjoy the fact that they're getting their asses slapped absolutely god it's a bind absolute bind mm. yeah. we're all just like yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 please continue <laughs> well, um... we're all like yeah we just totally get that it's like you know it's necessary it's 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 just a needed uh control element but wow when you're doing it and your balls deep in like a 35 page application like <laughs> yeah, if you do 10 of them and dig out all the associated paperwork as you say yeah it's just it's just kind of like the, the hours of your life you'll never get back it's, can you imagine the poor sod on the other side that has to go through all of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah who actually wants this John? yeah who wants to do that? <laughs> do you know, I was teaching a kid at the weekend and his granddad was an HMO officer and it occurred to me, we've never really spoken to anyone from the council. Like we've not had a planning officer on the podcast. We've not had an HMO officer. And I want to know what their life is like. <laughs> like. What do you see? How do you cope? Like, yeah. So you probably need an ex-HMO um, yeah. officer. You probably can't yeah. have a current it's one. They won't be able to speak freely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really you want to I mean, you describe bicyclists as vanilla, but yeah, planning and officers and um, licensing, very dull grey, without a doubt. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Like, yeah, no, it's, it'll be interesting. We'll see what we can find, listeners. We'll see what we can find. But on this high. I did get planning, though. Planning. Uh... I'll take licensing a bit more than planning at the moment. I'm, I'm, I'm a, yeah, I'm in a legal appeal. So, um, oh, yeah, right. so there might have been some explicitives. <laughs> Fair <laughs> nice. Have, have we done an episode on planning? Um, maybe not explicitly. Have we? I not? don't think so. No. Well, it's about time. Yeah, about that time makes one, yeah. sense. Yeah, we've because we've all got stories, haven't we? We've all got. Oh yeah. Yeah. So talk about planning next time. We do just three of us. Then we can get someone else on to talk more about it. <laughs> yeah. Get an okay, I can sum. I can sum up planning in in a sentence. Here we so go. Planning law across UK is standard. And the, I won't I won't say the word, but it's just 
interpretation by <clears throat> that makes all the differences and that, that's where it's frustrating because there is only one planning law please do please do but well, I, I don't want to know like, how, how extreme this is oh I'll be pl- ourselves <laughs> Oh, that's not extreme. We've had worse. No, yeah, <laughs> definitely had worse, and most of it from my mouth as well. So, yeah, planning well, yeah. is the bane of my life. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we hear you. Okay, well, that's another episode. We're gonna, we're gonna planning the bane of Donna's life. <laughs> Indeed. Well, thank you very much, Donna, for joining us today. Uh, it's been great You're to have you. Welcome. I've enjoyed yeah. it. To hear mm, um, all all of the uh, insights into um, how to bed your builder. <laughs> and, and raise money at, at the pub so i think that's uh, two takeaways which i think we're going to all go and start doing now uh, one of them at least and you can decide which one amongst yourselves um but i was gonna say thank you very much it's a goodbye for me it's a goodbye from me it's a goodbye from me and a goodbye from me jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more on facebook search property jam podcast or you can follow us on instagram at property jam podcast or you can email us at property jam podcast at outlook.com see, see you on, on the next, next episode, episode.